from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Thursday, October 8th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Federal agents have foiled a stunning plot to kidnap Michigan Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer and charge her with treason in response to health orders she issued in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. Six men were charged in federal court, while seven others accused of trying to target police and the state capitol were charged in state court. The FBI says the men charged in federal court plotted for months, consulting and training with members of a group that federal authorities described as a militia and undertaking rehearsals in August and September. They faced up to life in prison if convicted. The scheme appeared to have roots in a June gathering in Dublin in central Ohio, attended by more than a dozen people from several states. One of the most important elections in Ohio this year is also one of the least talked about. As Kevin Landers reports, who ends up in the two seats up for election at the Ohio Supreme Court will shape rulings for the next six years. The men and women who sit on the Ohio Supreme Court make decisions that touch the lives of every Ohioan. Issues like school funding, legislative and congressional districts, and the death penalty. Since 1986, those who've controlled the gavel at the Ohio Supreme Court have been Republican. But this November... It could switch from 5-2 Republican to 4-3 Democrat on November 3rd. The open seat pits 58-year-old Ohio Supreme Court Justice Sharon Kennedy, a Republican, against 56-year-old Cuyahoga County Common Pleas Judge John P. O'Donnell, a Democrat. O'Donnell is perhaps the most controversial of the candidates running. In the 2015 bench trial ruling, he acquitted Cleveland police officer Michael Brelo in the 2012 shooting deaths of black motorist Timothy Russell and Melissa Williams. His challenger, Justice Kennedy, was a police officer before turning to the law. She believes judges should, quote, interpret the law, not rewrite it from the bench. 58-year-old Supreme Court Justice Judith French, a Republican, is the incumbent, taking on 63-year-old Democrat Jennifer Bruner, a former Secretary of State and currently serving on the 10th District Court of Appeals. French calls herself a judicial conservative and promises to apply the law and won't legislate from the bench. Judge Bruner paints herself as someone who has never been appointed as a judge, unlike her opponent, saying she's had to win every election. She credits her expertise in election law and international law as traits that separate her from her opponent. I'm Kevin Landers. Vice President Mike Pence and Democratic challenger Senator Kamala Harris traded barbs through plexiglass shields last night in a debate dominated by the coronavirus pandemic. ONN's Dave James has more. Harris said President Donald Trump's handling of the pandemic, which has killed more than 210,000 Americans, is, quote, the greatest failure of any presidential administration, unquote. Pence said Trump has constantly put the American people first. The president himself was back at the White House recovering from his own battle with the virus. The debate was far more civil than last week's when Trump constantly interrupted and was almost yelling at times in his face-off with Joe Biden. Dave James, ONN News. Parents in central Ohio say they're concerned with plans for students in the state's largest school district to return to the classroom. Yolanda Harris has more from Columbus. Columbus City Schools wants to start bringing students back into the buildings on October 19th. We spoke with some parents who are not on board with that plan, but their biggest concern, they say, is a lack of communication. In the conversations that we're having, um, a lot of the parents that we have been talking to are very concerned about the safety standards in place as we go back, um, and many are concerned about sending their kids back before that's been clarified. But there are also many parents I've spoken to who uh, would like to send their kids back to school and are more 
this was handled. Columbus City Schools tells us they worked closely with the experts at Columbus Public Health on this plan. They say they're taking every precaution possible, including deep cleaning, sanitizing, and added barriers. I'm Yolanda Harris. Health professionals are worried people aren't getting their flu shots. Angela Ann has the story. They're seeing more of something called vaccine hesitancy. Dr. Leila Javidi with Central Ohio Primary Care says, Right now, one of my biggest concerns is that because of all this swirling skepticism, people are becoming skeptical of something that really, truly has been shown to save lives, which is the flu vaccine. Talk to your doctor. If you believe that your doctor has your best interests at heart, then you should trust what they say. I'm Angela Ann. Officials say an accident at a construction site in southwest Ohio triggered a natural gas explosion that shot flames high into the sky. Officials in Montgomery and Hamilton County say it all started when a truck backed over a gas line and struck a utility pole yesterday afternoon. The surrounding area was rocked by the blast as the gas ignited and flames and smoke filled the sky for hours as firefighters from nearby communities worked to get the upper hand on the blaze. Nearby buildings were evacuated and intersections were blocked to control traffic. Officials say no one was seriously hurt. And a hurricane is headed for Louisiana again, and some Ohioans headed south last night to help. Molly Brewer explains. A group of 47 Ohioans, part of the Ohio Task Force One group, are headed down to the Louisiana area to help with relief for Hurricane Delta. According to their Facebook page, they left around 11 o'clock. And to stay safe, make sure they were tested for COVID-19. So they're taking all of the precautions. I'm Molly Brewer. Hurricane Delta is expected to make landfall west of New Orleans tomorrow. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.